Chapter 3 of Bulbs and Blossoms. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Emily Isabella. Bulbs and Blossoms by Amy Lefeuve. Chapter 3 Signs of Life. The winter came on. The days grew darker and colder, and the children were loath to leave their nursery with its warm fire and sally out into the cold December air for their constitutional walk with nurse. Only the thought of old Bob at the lodge kept their spirits up, and if they were allowed to have a word or two with him occasionally, their walks were more cheerfully taken. The conservatory was their chief joy, and often they would steal down from the nursery and be found by one of their aunts, comfortably established with their toys and picture books in a corner of it. "'I never thought Indian children would hate the winter so much as these two mites do,' said Miss Hunter one evening at dinner. "'They seem to look upon it as a regular curse. I should have thought the very novelty would have attracted them.' "'They seem to have such ridiculous theories about it,' said Miss Hester. "'I fancy Bob has been stuffing their heads with his gloomy views.' "'I always think Bob looks as happy as can be,' put in Miss Amabel briskly. "'I don't think the children are prepared for the barrenness and dreariness of an English winter. "'They have come from the land of brilliant flowers and sunshine and naturally feel the difference.' "'Yes,' remarked Miss Sybil gently. "'They told me this afternoon when I found them in the conservatory that they were pretending it was summer. "'And Roland added shrewdly, "'You see, Aunt Sybil, James shuts out the winter in here, doesn't he?' and so he makes it easy for us to forget it. We pretend there is no cold and no dead trees and flowers and graves when we are here. Don't you think it's a good plan? I told them I thought it a very good plan. It is the same game we older people play at sometimes. We shut out from our minds and thoughts what we would rather not remember. Sybil is turning into a parson, said Miss Amabel with a laugh. Miss Sybil did not mind the laugh. The children are unfolding a parable to me, she said quietly and I am getting the benefit of its interpretation. Christmas came and went, and Roland and Olive, with the delights of a Christmas tree and a party, and all the brightness attending the festive season, were a little shaken in their views upon an English winter. They went down to the lodge to talk it over with old Bob. "'I don't think Easter can be much nicer than Christmas,' said Olive as she climbed up on the old man's knees. "'Don't you like Christmas, Mr. Bob?' "'Yes, Miss Olive,' I loves the Christmas in the Bible, but not as some folks make it here. Tis very nice for you little ones with all your bright spirits, but when you get old you somehow never feel so sad as when everyone round you is extra happy. I'm a lonely old man, and I miss my dear ones at these times. It seems years since we came to England, said Roland, his thoughts taking another direction, and it has been winter ever since we came from India. I can't think how it will ever look any different. "'You're quite sure we shall see all the gardens full of beautiful flowers at Easter, Mr. Bob. "'I don't see how it's going to happen.' "'No more do any of us,' said Bob with shining eyes. "'We just hope and wait, and the good Lord never fails. "'You won't see the garden at its best at Easter, perhaps, Master Roland, "'but you'll see the beginning of it all, like the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day.' "'So time passed, and then one day, when the children were passing by the lodge, Bob called them in with a mysterious face. "'Look inside my dear wife's pot,' he said. Eagerly the little faces peered down into it, and then little Olive laughed and clapped her hands. 
a dear little teeny weeny green stem it's coming up at last and look in two other pots i can see something exclaimed roland excitedly ay i remember the first sight i catched of it after my loss said bob i were very broken-hearted but it seemed to bring a tiny spark of hope to my heart to see what i had only believed by faith was going on underground it's grand to see the lord's workings but mind you little ones that their plant is just as much alive before it shows itself there is a deal going on in the silence and the darkness that we knows nothing about but it's fact all the same the children could talk of nothing else all that day and little olive was found by her nurse standing over bob's graves giving them most careful scrutiny a short time after what are you doing here asked nurse i've been looking for you everywhere mr bob's lilies have come through the earth at last nurse said olive raising her blue eyes earnestly to her nurse's face so i came to see if these graves were cracking yet they'll be like jesus's grave in the garden you know at easter only a few weeks after this both olive and her brother lay prostrate in their beds with a severe attack of measles their aunts had been so long unaccustomed to children's ailments that perhaps they may have exaggerated the danger still even the family doctor looked grave and talked about indian constitutions no stamina etc etc and the old house that had so lately rang with childish voices and laughter now lay hushed and silent in the sweet spring sunshine they're too precocious said miss hunter with tearful eyes as she came down from the sick-room one day it is always the good precocious children that die young roland has just said in his little weak quavering voice auntie perhaps olive and i are going to die and be put in a grave and when i told him that wasn't likely and he mustn't think of such things he said in quite a cheerful tone oh well we shall come up at easter you know if it isn't this easter it will be another one and you'll have our graves to look after like mr bob jesus will take care of us till we come up like mr bob takes care of his lily pots i don't half understand their talk and i believe they're going to get well and give us more of faith's lessons to learn and understand they did get well though their recovery was somewhat slow and easter late as it came that year was close at hand before they were quite convalescent it was a lovely spring morning when wrapped up in shawls the two little invalids were brought out of the house to take their first airing never as long as they lived would the children forget the scene before them the budding trees the singing of the birds and the sweet scents that came to them were only part of the great surprise that awaited them golden sheets of daffodil and white narcissus bordered the dark evergreen shrubberies edging the old lawn were clumps of violets and primroses hyacinths tulips and other bulbs were making the flower beds a mass of bright colour and the lilac and laburnum trees seemed overweighted with their bloom roland could hardly find voice to express his delight but olive trotted here and there breaking out into happy peals of laughter it's better than ever i thought it's lovelier than india it's all true and easter is here at last then after their admiration had worked itself out they implored to be taken down to the lodge no no said nurse you have been out long enough you must get stronger before you can take that walk be good children and come indoors now when does easter sunday come asked roland as he and his sister were enjoying their basins of beef tea at the nursery table shortly afterwards it is only a week to-morrow was the reply roland nodded across at his sister that's the proper real easter he said that's when mr bob's lilies will be out how glad the flowers must be now the winter is over said olive dreamily what a long long time they've been under the ground 
If Mr. Bob hadn't told us about them, we shouldn't have known they were there, should we? This is nicer than India, Rowley. Much nicer. When we get quite well, we will stay out in the garden always. We shan't want James's flowers now. And we'll go and see Mr. Bob's lilies tomorrow, and we'll see his graves too, won't we? I don't think, Roland said slowly, pausing between his spoonfuls of beef tea and regarding his sister with serious eyes. I don't think Mr. Bob said his graves would be open for certain this Easter. They may, but perhaps he will have to wait. He said his lilies were sure to come up, and that made him sure about his graves, said Olive with disappointment in her tone. Yes, but I think he meant his graves might take longer than his lilies. I think he told us that, Olive. Well, we'll ask him all about it tomorrow. But they were not allowed to go down the avenue on the next day, nor yet the day after, and Easter Eve arrived before they had been able to visit their old friend. End of chapter 3